And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. You know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Uniden America Studios, this is Red Eye Radio. All across the USA and around the planet, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. All right, so here it is. According to the New York Post, the ad agency that facilitated the Dylan Mulvaney partnership with Bud Light now finds itself in a state of serious panic mode. Captive 8, the ad agency out of San Francisco that often fixes prominent social media influencers with high-powered corporations like Anheuser-Busch, orchestrated the initial partnership between transgender TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney and the brand Bud Light. In the face of unforeseen and intense backlash to the campaign, Captive 8 has been scrambling to save face after what turned out to be a disastrous move. One source told the New York Post the company has been in serious panic mode since the backlash began. The Post noted that it remains unknown exactly how much input Captive 8 had on the Bud Light campaign, but they facilitated the partnership. So that's their reputation. Uh, likely they'll not confirm Captive 8 facilitated the partnership and had little input, though, on actually the ex- execution of the ads. A source also said the agency has uh, returned to business as usual. I don't think there's anything as business as usual right now. No. In the advertising. You, know, you, you may be saying that. that That's not the case. The Here's the problem right now with every company. You know, you and I had talked about I. I talked about a couple of weeks ago when I, after I played golf and, and was in the clubhouse and somebody had, had, had uh, you know, said, let's have a beer. And they started joking. Well, what beer can we have? You yeah, know, right. and it was, yeah. you know, all the guys told me, it's like, what's left? Yeah. We have to eliminate all Han- Anheuser-Busch. Right. I'm like, well, what's left? What's left? What's left? And, and it was the, the bartender said, ah, you know, the elite eight. And it's a beer only sold in Texas, mm-hmm. and eight is Troy Aikman's number. It's actually Troy Aikman's light beer. Right. It has like two point six calories. Right. It's actually, it is actually. I'm not endorsing it. I'm mm-hmm. simply saying, <laughs> I had a glass. It was the best tasting low carb beer I've ever had hmm. by far. Hmm. Yeah. And and uh, and and I'm a Bills fan. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's 
that's that's tough to say. But well, so it was well, slightly bitter for you. Yeah, slightly bitter. Yeah, slightly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. the Pilsner taste was bitter. Yeah, uh, no, uh, actually great. But we had but we had been talking about it on the air the week before, mm-hmm. and I just and I or I'm trying to think what was the timeline. Did I bring it up afterwards where I actually looked at the advertising? Maybe it was after I had it. Yeah. That we, that's, I, I, yeah, yeah that's because you looked up to yeah. see if they had any, right. and you I, know, what they said about their right. product. And and it was, and it was uh, oh, that's what it was, yeah. yeah. I looked at it afterwards, and uh, it was like, you know, uh, uh, healthy. We brew our mm-hmm. beer with integrity mm-hmm. and honesty. Yeah. It's like, uh-huh. well, okay. all right, so I'm not drinking wine, you're saying. Right. Yeah. I'm right. drinking right. beer. Right. Thank you for that honesty and integrity. Right. But it was almost as if you're just setting up a particular type of of brand completely and totally generically about uh, with all the character values that you wish to see yeah. in other human beings and therefore your beer. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, well, that's a way to do it. And then it was a couple of days later where Troy Aikman came out with that little ad that he did the internet ad like the tweet right right everybody's getting involved in everything else we sell beer and i when he when he did that and we played the ad on the air and i thought about it i said wow that's what eric said a long time ago about starbucks we make coffee yeah but the problem now for every company is the left is coming after you they're contacting you silence will be violence Uh uh-huh for corporations, you will be deemed guilty for not saying anything. If you say we're not getting involved in any political issue, you will have committed the violence uh-huh. by your silence. Exactly. Now, will it? I don't know whether it will work for them. You know, thinking about Troy Aikman. Yeah. Troy Aikman didn't come out and say that he brews beer. That supports transgenders. Right. Yeah. yeah. That sounded as stupid as it sounded as, as, when I said it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just wanted pretty much want to make sure. Oh. <laughs> and that's what they're going to try to do. And they said it afterwards that we're going to go after every company now. Every single company we're going to go after. Every major yep. company we're oh, yeah. going to go after. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with us or not? And if you don't agree with us and you won't celebrate with us, then we're coming after you to destroy your business. Right. Now, that has been the mark of the radical transgender uh, movement in this country, the radical leftist transgender movement, and you've seen it. Look, if they didn't care to intimidate and threaten swimmers, yeah, college female swimmers, if they didn't see anything wrong with that, ah, nobody will care if we do that. You'd think they don't believe that there's any downside to going after every company. Now, how do companies respond? We'll see. But you cannot, you've, you've seen the mess that Bud Light is in, the mess that Target is in. There's actually been more on Target because they changed their mind. The way that Target did it ticked off. And it was a, it was an immediate reaction, a response reaction, whatever you want to say. I, I can't, I don't know who is more ticked off at Target right now. The right or the left? I tend to believe it's the left because they backed off. Hmm. I'm not saying the right isn't wasn't mad, but as you know, a lot of the stores, uh, you know, 
either uh, they removed the offensive items, which were the children's children's items. Yeah, uh, right. and some of them, it's been reported, removed them completely from the stores. Yeah, depending on depending on you know what store it right. was and right. the feedback right. that they got. Right. You've ticked off everybody. Yeah, you know it was like the yeah. it was like when I read the quote on on the. Um, the analysis of where CNN is going, where it was like <laughs> the left hates CNN now, the right hates CNN now. <laughs> yeah. The only one who likes CNN right now is Donald Trump. Oh man, I read that and burst out laughing. I'm like, oh, well, that's, I mean, just but it's it's, it's it's true. You know, you're trying. It's like okay, we're going to try to please in in the culture wars of today. We're going to try to please everyone, and you can't. You can't. You can't. Look, you can't fully appease one side. No. The activist side is never appeased. That's the whole point of being an activist. And you don't slow down for a minute. And if you do, that's flinching, that's hesitating, and they'll come after you. Most Americans are smart enough to understand that probably, you know, a percentage of people that they do business with does not hold the same political opinion that they do. Yeah. But it's different if the company you do business with tells you this is what I believe and this is what we're going to promote, especially when you bring children into it. Yeah. That's the problem. When you bring the children yeah. Into yeah. it. Yep. And most people that run companies, it doesn't mean that they won't have a political discussion with you if you got into a political discussion. I think the people that I do business with, probably any of them would, you know, sit down and go, hey, what do you think about this? Oh, no problem. Mm -hmm. That's not it. It's when they view that your business and part of the promotion of your business is to promote yeah. something you know, especially when it comes to reprehensible things about children, those are the things that really get offensive at that point. Well, and and I think that was brought up by the former Target CEO that said, "Yeah, eh, it was the, focusing on the children that that got him." It yeah, wasn't that's just that's the problem. You know, this has been done before, but the the problem, you know, where they made children's clothing with a rainbow on it. I mean, that's happened. They took it and then made it a cause within within their stores, within their retail environment. It, it's not that they had these on the shelf. It's that they took it and basically put up their own flag in front of their customers, which is a challenge to a customer. This is the difference. In today's world, because of the mindset, of the activists. It is a challenge if you, as a corporation, are going to do that. Like, think about this. Uh, we, as we mentioned with um, with Starbucks, people of all backgrounds and political beliefs drink coffee. Imagine that. And so what do you want? Well, you're not trying to separate anybody. You're not trying to divide anybody. You're trying to bring them together based on your product, which is coffee. Beer is the same way. 
and Bud Light was the leader. They're, you know, they're, they're one of the top selling domestic beers. And when you sit down with someone, hey, let's grab a beer. It's not, let's go get drunk. It can be, but usually those words sound like, hey, let's go get drunk and not, <laughs> not let's go have a beer. If you say, let's go have a beer, it's let's go have a conversation. You could say that with coffee. Hey, let's go grab some coffee. Let's go sit down and talk. That's what that is. Visit with each other. And then Bud Light, essentially, by doing what they did, decided that they were going to get in on your conversation that you have when you sit down to have a beer or in the privacy of your home, whether it's with friends or you're just hanging out at home or whatever it is, that they're going to insert themselves and change your conversation. And when you go into a store, a retailer, like Target, you know, we all go in uh, the same way. And it's it's same thing. People of different backgrounds, uh, uh, political beliefs, and everything else go because they need, we all need the same things. And we're looking for the same thing. We're looking for bargains. We, we go in yeah. and, and, and all of a sudden they're looking to challenge the shopper to either be a part of that or not. And, That's the And difference. not only that, in addition to that, what has taken this over the top is what they call, we don't call it gender-affirming care. We believe it's the opposite. It's child yes, mutilation. Yes, yes. It's child. It's it's the fact that now the LGBTQ stands for child exactly. mutilation. Exactly. Without, you know, uh, uh, without parental notification and you can't Sorry, have any exceptions to the agenda right you can't no say well to that. And, we're part of this but we don't and, believe in that you can't do right. that and that's that's i think what hurt the most for because right at that time is when the, and hey we said it yeah we said yep the trans the radical transgender movement would destroy feminism and would destroy the gay movement yeah we said that yes. 15 years ago yep with all this are. coming up, and and, and here, here we, we are. are, and we had read the other day about the the uh, the the uh, the gay activist, the uh, one of the uh, first gay activists uh, that uh, you know promoted gay marriage in this country, which is absolutely against how did you know and said the liberal transgender activist movement getting involved in the LGBTQ has just killed it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just killed it, and it's exactly what we said, almost word for word, what we well, said was going to happen. Because it was obvious. Yeah. No. It's, there's. There's. It was only going to head that direction. And and you know, here's the thing too with the corporations, as you mentioned, the activists have already said, "Look, we're going after corporations. We're going to push them to be a part of our agenda and to embrace it." So, I don't know who the corporation, the Dave Chappelle of corporations, is going to be that finally puts an end to it. I like that. The Dave Chappelle of corporations that says because enough is enough. Because yeah. that's, you know, again, with to just say, look, we su we support your right to to live the way you want to live or whatever, and we're not we're not going to be your cause is your cause. We're here to sell this or that whatever we sell. That's it. This is what we do as a corporation. We're not going to be part of someone's agenda and you just don't respond right you just move on with what you do yeah, just do it you just yeah 
I don't know who, what corporation will be that, but if you haven't learned from Bud Light and Target, you're not paying attention or you may never learn. 866-90-RED-EYE. For the first time in three years, we have seen U.S. drought coverage falling below 19%. So that exact number from USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey and the latest U.S. drought monitor for the period ending May 30th. 18.95% of the lower 48 states in drought. That is down more than five percentage points from the beginning of May when we were sitting at 24.4% on May 2nd. However, that news is tempered by emerging dryness and drought mainly across the Midwest and the northeastern U.S. Over the last several weeks, another telling stat according to Rippy, all coverage, drought and abnormal dryness, comes in at 50.5 percent, up more than four percentage points from the start of May, a reflection of the increasing dryness in the Midwest and Northeast. High-end drought coverage remains in parts of eight states led by Kansas. I'm Ron Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report is made possible by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Sitco Lubricants. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed, bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CPREDEYE, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Friday Radio. He's Eric Hurley and I'm Gary McNamara. Well, sometimes when you're not a big corporation trying to get all of the pie and then make a mistake and say, well, we only want half of the pie, and then you start losing business, sometimes getting a slice of the pie is advantageous to you. And it might be, we'll see for NBA player Jonathan Isaac, uh, who now, uh, he was one of the, the basketball players that stood on the basketball court of the NBA while others kneeled. You probably remember his story. Mm. Now, as corporate America seems determined to bend the knee to the radical left, Isaac is choosing to stand up 
for his beliefs, this time by launching an anti-woke apparel brand oh. aimed at supporting conservative values. Hmm. The 610 Power Forward took to Twitter to say that the same freedom corporation use to undermine Christian values is the same freedom that he will use to create an alternative. Hmm. You have companies that are that are uh, that are in that field who have made a conscious decision to either attack or undermine Christian conservative values, the things and things like that. Isaac said, and I think they have the free choice to do so. As much as I disagree, but I feel that we also have the freedom to create what we want to create. Unitas is a sports and apparel company, and the basis of it for me is freedom. Hmm. All right. I can't wait to see how the left goes after him. I want to see how they go after him. Well, it's only a matter of time. I mean, it's <clears throat> going to happen. By the way, I'm not saying quickly. that in a in a positive way. I want I'm that saying, to happen, but, no, but, but I, I, certainly I, I they're just, going to. I want to see what what they do and then how he responds to yeah, that. Yeah. I yeah. Whether he stands his ground how, and says this is what I you believe what you believe. How dare you fine. mention freedom? Because remember Free speech. We went through that whole thing, oh, yeah. Jonathan Turley, yep. on colleges today yep. and young people today. Right. Free speech means, well, speech that doesn't offend me. Right. If you, you say promote, something that, that uh, offends me, it's hate speech. Right. And that, that's what, and that's my point. I said, I can't wait to see what they do mm-hmm. and, because I, I'm sure they're going to say, well, this guy's just full of hate. He's just full of hate. Don't buy his products because he's full of hate because he's promoting Christian values. And we know yeah. – what is hate today is mind-boggling. Yeah. Okay. I, no, I don't hate you, but uh, you're not a she. You're a he. Right. That's hate. Right. And you're promoting violence. How? Because transgenders have a much greater risk of attempting suicide. So I have to lie? That is that your argument? Right. What, it's what's my fault. Point? Yeah. America Studios. And he is Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. Well, I remember, was it a week ago when NAACP came out and said, put out the travel advisory uh, to Florida for blacks? Yeah. Saying Florida right. is a dangerous place for, right. yeah. for blacks. And we just said, well, just a continuation of the Democratic Party, uh, the, the uh, liberal black leadership in uh, in dc uh lying to blacks uh wanting to do everything to ensure as we have stated before that blacks do not get a choice in education Mm -hmm. do Mm -hmm. not get the same second amendment rights in in cities uh as people do elsewhere and we have stated they have worked against the best interest of blacks for decades now. Well, the fact checkers, not at the Washington Post this time, but the Washington Examiner, looked 
on a variety of different metrics on Florida and blacks. Hmm. Here we go. Uh, Florida is overall, quote, a safe and prosperous place for black Americans based on a wide range of metrics. Indeed, far from being openly hostile, as the advisory claims, that was the biggest lie there. Yeah. Florida facilitates better living standards for African-American households than do progressive states such as California, New York, Illinois, and New Jersey. Hmm. To start, African-Americans have a considerable better chance, considerably better chance of owning their own home in Florida. In 2021, 49.2% of African-Americans own their own home in Florida, according to the American Community Survey. This is better than the national rate of 44%. In African-American home ownership, Florida ranks eighth best among 50 states and the District of Columbia. In particular, Florida has done much better than California, where the African-American home ownership dropped from 51%, Eric, look, listen to this number here, okay. 51% in 2004 to only 35.5% in 2021. Wow. According to the State of California Housing Finance Agency, New York's black home ownership rate is even lower than California at 34.1, New Jersey 41.7, Illinois 41.2 are also well below Florida's rate. Hmm. Homeownership provides an important opportunity for low- and middle-income households for whom home equity is the main source of wealth. Homeownership reduces wealth inequality. In addition, Florida is a good place to get a job. According to the Economic Policy Institute, Florida's black unemployment rate, 3.4% in the first quarter of 2023, third best in the nation behind only South Dakota and Alabama. More politically progressive states had higher unemployment rates. New Jersey's black unemployment rate, 6.8%, double that of Florida. Black unemployment rates in California and New York were even higher at 7.7 and 8% respectively. The black unemployment rate in Illinois was more than triple that of Florida at 10.5%. The unemployment rate in the nation's capital was almost as high, 9.6%. Florida is home to more black businesses than any other state in the United States, according to Pew Research. Wow. Recognize the importance of black ownership in business, three black tourism organizations criticized the travel advisory in a joint statement. These groups, the Future of Black Tourism, Blacks in Travel and Tourism, and the Black Travel Alliance asked in their statement, who does the Florida travel advisory really hurt? Where is the consideration that the travel advisory can become damaging to small black travel and tourism businesses and undeserved communities in Florida that rely heavily on tourism? They added that small black businesses and marginalized communities certainly should not be the sacrificial lamb. But nothing is more surprising to Florida critics 
than that the Sunshine State is rated as having the best education system in the nation Mm -hmm. by U.S. News and Rural Report in the 2023 Best States Evaluation. Wow. But the best taste of a uh, best, not taste, test of a state's attractiveness is whether households are moving in or moving out. Net domestic migration. Other people move to improve their lives. Life in Florida, as described above, offers better opportunities than progressive states do. By contrast, many more people are moving away from California, Illinois, New York, and New Jersey than are moving in. Florida's population gains have been outstanding. In 2000, Florida had 3 million fewer people than New York. By 2022, Florida's population was 2.6 million more than New York. A principal factor has been the success in attracting net domestic migration. Florida has net led the nation with 3 million net domestic migrants since 2000, according to Census Bureau population estimates. The trend has accelerated in the past two years as Florida has added 560 net domestic migrants. In fact, more African Americans are moving to Florida from elsewhere in the nation than are moving away. According to the Brookings Institute analysis, Brookings Institute is a Democrat think tank, just so you know, mm-hmm. uh, of the American Community Survey data, Florida attracted more new black residents from elsewhere in the United States than all but four other states from 2010 to 2015 and from 2015 to 2020 for a combined total of 60,000. Only Texas, Georgia, North Carolina, and Nevada gained more mm-hmm. black residents. There's been a huge African-American exodus out of more progressive states. A net 392,000 African-Americans left New York and other states between 2010 and 2020. Illinois, a net loss of 185,000. California, 132,000. New Jersey, 100,000. Wow. So there you go. The said, the Democrats... The liberal black leadership, including the NAACP, wants to do everything they possibly can Well, to keep, in my humble opinion, we've said this for the longest time, to keep blacks down. Look, they take it on as a, a, they take it on as a challenge every single time it comes up, whether it's education or anything else. The Obama administration going after states that wanted to give parents a choice, including many black families that wanted to take advantage of school choice. Nope, we're not going to have that. We can't have success. You know, the problem is, for the left, is that you have states like Florida, Texas, and other states that are demonstrating that when you put these things into practice, they're demonstrating to the rank-and-file person, whether they're white, black, left, right, whatever, people are moving to these states, and if you ask those individuals, oh, man, the jobs, cost of living, everything that they promote, that they talk about to family members, Man, since I moved to Florida, look at what's going on in my life. Since I moved to Texas, look what's happening here. The opportunity. it When economies are expanding, and this includes, of course, state economies, 
Everybody benefits from that. But the left doesn't want that for minorities. They want you to believe you can't. That only we can help you. You're not going to succeed on your own. The thing that scares the left the most is people discovering opportunity. And then as they gain more wealth, more freedom. And then when you gain all of that, oh, wait a minute. I need to question what's going on with this, how much I'm paying in taxes or whatever it might be. You start questioning what's going on with the government, with everything else, and they hate that. And we've demonstrated that over and over and over again. What they tell you is you're always going to be in this place and you can't. We'll help you, get out, but you're right. not going to get out. And, the, and, and that's wrong. That's absolutely false. There is opportunity everywhere. And what you just brought, the numbers you just brought that demonstrate that in Florida, Florida should be no surprise. That's what happens when common sense reigns. Well, it's, it's pretty obvious to all human beings. Let's throw skin color out of it. That if you acquire wealth, Mm -hmm. then you and you alone get much more of a bigger factor of determining what you do in your life. You're not dependent on anybody. You don't need to be dependent on anybody. The only person you're dependent on is yourself. Yep. And, you know, that's your your security blanket becomes how much can you do. When you actually look at it, it's like... What can I do to make my life better? Yep. There's a sense of empowerment there. There's a sense of 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 self-worth. There's a sense of security. And that sense is yep. based on real things. It's re- right. I'm based on tangible things. It's based on the fact that I've got this money in the bank. I've almost got my house paid off. These are I'm I'm acquiring wealth. I can decide what I wish to do. Here's opportunity have, for my uh, kids. Right. The better Exi- schools, better schools, everything. All, all of this. I have I have the opportunity of of self protection. I right. get to protect myself. That you know, in this state, I'm a law abiding citizen, and the and and this state says we trust you. Right. Yeah. And, you know, every yeah. when, when you look at it, it is so much more. It's not, it's not even about material things. It, it's it's about what builds a complete human being. What helps to motivate and complete, exactly. uh, you know, a, a human being into being productive and moral and a positive yep. influence yep. on themselves and their families yep. and their communities. Right. And it just doesn't. You you look at what's going on in Portland, Oregon. You look at San Francisco. You look at the situation in New York and Illinois. And more and more people every day are saying it's not here. And and that's the thing is that those states that are growing. And the economy is growing, and it's drawing more people to them. And then the people are seeing the benefits of moving there and and seeing the benefits of those opportunities because they're seeing greater buying power within, uh, you know, their household and then their community and everything else. All that is a perpetual uh, 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 a situation where the more people that move there, the more companies that move there, all of a sudden you've got talent. You've got you know, uh, human resources, the number one thing, that's that's what companies need. They need the talent 
to be there. And of course, the jobs need to be there for the people. So once all that is into motion, it scares the daylights out of the left because it brings greater opportunity, greater buying power uh, and earnings power and greater choice and liberties in your life. Look, the NAACP was all behind the Major League Baseball decision to move yep. based on the lie in Georgia. Yep. Right. And who got hurt? Businesses owned by My, blacks minor, in Minority-owned businesses yep. in Atlanta got killed yep. by the Major League Baseball All-Star game being moved based on a lie. The NAACP didn't care. And and moved to no. a much wider community, yeah. by the way. Right. And that was, and didn't care. of course, you weren't going to hear that. They, need they didn't to, care. They need to take the, the A out of there for advancement. Right. No, that's a great point. 86690-RED-EYE. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. <laughs> it's Red Eye Radio. I'm, just, I'm sorry, I'm just laughing here. I just... I was taking a look at the Drudge Report, just looking at some of the headlines. Yeah. And uh, this one, 24 Hail Mary, name Obama as his running mate. And that's Barack <laughs> Obama, not, yeah, not yeah. Michelle. Right, right. And not like, Malia. She's not. Ex- exactly. But so, I just, yeah. Uh, okay. It's like, well, we can get around the con- any constitutional issues. Or they don't apply this. This may go to court. But there's no other choice. There's right. no other choice. We have to go back to Obama. We must go back to Obama. Yeah. It's like, uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, oh, my. There, it's so bad. It is so bad. <laughs> uh, no, and no. and uh, I just, it's what a, I think Nikki Haley went after, uh, I, you see a lot of Republicans now starting to say, no, Nikki Haley said it over the weekend, we're actually running against Harris. We're not running against Biden. Like, actually, uh, actually, you're running against the Republicans right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're still very early. <laughs> Uh, but um, yeah, no. Um, in part, you you are, but you've got to point out all the damage that Biden has done. I mean, that's he's the guy yes, yes. right now on the ticket. So, This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search BLEAV on YouTube or wherever you listen. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.